Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. My guest this week is a Singapore-born, Sydney-based singer, songwriter, producer. He is genre agnostic. That He blends pop and electronic with a healthy healthy dose of R&B to create something that is comfortably familiar yet alluringly unknown. Uh, recent release is Memento ahead of his upcoming EP, Metadramatic. Please welcome the incredibly talented St. Humane. Hello. Hey, thank you for such a crazy introduction. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, Memento is on heavy rotation in this house. Um, it's it, you know, like like I said earlier, it feels like something that you know has has been around for a minute, but like it still feels new. So mm. it's fantastic. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy that it's. I mean, it's always crazy that it's out. Um, and it's always cool to hear it in someone else's living room. You know, <laughs> that's always cool. So tell me, um, what's the worst question that you've ever been asked in an interview? Oh, that's a, that's a very good first question. Um, I, I think I've, I've had a lot of different questions. I think, um, one of the, okay, not one of the worst ones, but the most, the, the, the question that makes me go like, uh, um, are ones that actually, I guess, people who don't do their research before and asking, you know, too many questions about touring when I really haven't gone on tour. So that's always funny. <laughs> if, um, if you could collaborate with any musician living or dead, who would, who would it be? Ooh, um, it, I think it always changes for me. Right now, I'm addicted to this artist. She's from California. Her name is Destiny Rogers. Um, 
I've been listening to, like, you can ask my friends, I've been listening to her, like, nonstop for the past week. So it would be her right now. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Just using only one word, um, describe your latest project. Ooh. Um, metadramatic. Nice. That would have Excellent. to be the word. I like that. If if they asked you um, right now to go on tour with them, who's the artist that you would drop everything for? Oh, I think, okay, I know I've mentioned Destiny Rogers, so it, it won't be her, but <laughs> I've been a huge, or I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Ariana Grande. So if she asks, I'm there like tomorrow, immediately. <laughs> And, you know, hey, Ariana, if you happen to be listening, um, you know, when when you finish up with Wicked, if you're planning a tour, um, give me a shout. I've got uh, got a support act for you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you have my Instagram, whatever. Just just DM me. I'll be there. That's right. If if you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Hmm. That's a very, very good question. Um, okay, I think it's it's actually becoming more like this these days or these years, but I think even more diversity would be good um, just because, you know, how, you know, I guess how globalized the whole world is right now. I think, I think it's only a matter of time that the music industry catches up, um, but I think I'd love to, you know, accelerate that a bit more maybe. Yeah, probably that. It's a fantastic answer. What's a venue um, that you would give anything to play? Venue. Okay, so I need to preface that with a story. Um, it was, I think it was four years ago, obviously before COVID, when we were traveling, I was out with um, my friend in California. We're just having a holiday. Um, and we saw, I think it was the Yeah, Yeah, Yes and LCD sound system in the Hollywood Bowl. So just because of nostalgia, because of that reason, I would say the Hollywood Bowl. Nice, nice. That's a, that's a popular answer to this uh, question. Oh. What's your worst habit during the songwriting process? Worst habit, I would say constant editing. As I'm writing, I'm editing. As I'm writing, I'm editing. I feel like maybe I could be more productive or quicker if I stopped doing that and maybe edit it later. But I, yeah, I think it would be just constant editing. I'll, I'll have to like slow that down. <laughs> What's a song that um, whenever you hear it, like on the radio or, or out that uh, the first thing you think is, I wish I had written that. Okay. So this song actually doesn't play on the radio at all because for me this song would be the happy birthday song i just feel <laughs> like it's it's become such you know it's just part of humanity now at least for people who um i don't know i don't know if it's translated to different languages but um in in, in english it's like sung like pretty much every day for someone's birthday so i would say that song that's a fantastic answer this first time somebody has said that i like that <laughs> Describe your perfect day. 
Perfect day. Okay, so one thing about me is that I am very much nocturnal. So I come alive when the sun sets, when the moon comes up. So I would say I would sleep in, zero alarms, um, wake up whenever I wake up. Hopefully, you know, cafes and stuff are, are still open. So sleep in, no alarm, wake up, grab some brunch, head to the studio, work on some music, um, pretty much till, I don't know, maybe midnight. And then hopefully some cinemas will be open, can watch a movie or something, and then go home, probably scroll TikTok on my phone for like an hour before falling asleep um, and repeat. I think, that'll be, I think that's, that sounds really good right now, actually. I like that, yeah. <laughs> What's a song lyric, yours or someone else's, um, that's always stuck with you? Ooh, I'm not sure if I actually think about this lyric a lot, but thinking about this question, um, what comes to mind is actually, I haven't heard this song in a long, long time, but it's a really old song by John Mayer. It's called um, New Deep. Um, it's a bit of an off cut of the album in the sense of like, it wasn't like a hit or something. Um, I think it was his second album. Um, and the bridge goes i think there's a portion of the bridge i'm, I'm reading it off um, of my screen right now it says <laughs> um i used to be um the back porch poet with my book my book of rhymes always open knowing all the time i'm probably never gonna write never gonna find the perfect rhyme for heavier things and i think like because this song is so um introspective he goes like okay like you know he wants to be a new person uh, but he's still like a poet and he's not going to find that rhyme. I, I don't know. I just think it's very, it, 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 it somehow hits. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. What is your favorite cuss word? Okay. This is easy. This will have to be shit. Like, nice. I don't know. It just rolls, it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> An excellent answer. Excellent answer. And it's it's a change up. Most people say fuck. Um, so so I appreciate the the swap up. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a bit softer and it, it, it somehow sounds it could sound posh as well for some reason. You know, it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. What is your favorite Beyonce song? Okay, you're gonna laugh because it's ape shit. <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. No, that's great. Uh, yeah, it's funny when I, I, I wasn't there, obviously, at the concert where she revealed it for the first time, you know, that surprise album with, with Jay-Z. But seeing footage of it, you know, being revealed on the screens, the video in the Louvre, it was just like, that was, that was a whole Beyonce thing. So, yes, respect. What is something that people would be surprised that you own? I think because obviously people know the music, which is, you know, its own field, music, creative, um, you know, artistry and stuff. But um, I think people would be surprised to know that I own a pair of football boots or soccer boots because I actually play quite a bit with friends Um so yeah <laughs> nice that's cool i like that so in in a, in the u.s uh we we have this this mountain um that we carved the faces of four presidents into um mm -hmm. if if there was a musical version of that 
for you, who would be on it? For me, okay, so I guess Mount Rushmore would be something more historical, more like origins and stuff. I would say Stevie Ray Vaughan, surprisingly. Nice. The blues, the guitar. Um, Miles Davis for the jazz, I would say. Um, I have to include Celine Dion, pop vocals. Um, and and this, this because, you know, the energy and the flow, Snoop Dogg has to be on there. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. I like that. <laughs> Describe your music using only colors. Only colors. Wow, that's a good question. Right now for the latest songs that just had um, dropped, which is Memento and Six Out Love Song, and I guess the upcoming EP, um, it will be shiny purple. Like shiny. Yeah. I like that. So you are uh, the lead singer of like a super group. Um, who are the other members? Okay, I've mentioned her name before. So, okay, firstly, I wouldn't be the lead singer because these other people, I, I say they have better vocals than I do. But uh, Ariana Grande, for sure. Um, Travis Scott, you need him in there. Um, imagine sicko mode with Ariana and Travis Scott on like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and then Doja Cat. Nice. Have to include her. That would be, that would be a hell of a show. <laughs> I think that'd be really fun. Like, you know, yeah. Ari just doing a thing, Travis just doing his thing. And I, I guess everyone doing their thing, but yeah. So uh, you are given the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, and uh, the, mm. the music industry bigwigs come down and they push a pile of cash at you and they say you are allowed to cover one song from any artist's catalog. Money is no object. Mm. What song do you pick? What song should I pick? Um, again, I'm a very... I think I go through phases and I think earlier on I mentioned, okay, I've been like addicted to Destiny Rogers. Um, the week before I was addicted to Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> and the song Trader. So it would be Trader. <laughs> that is a fantastic, I love that song. Absolutely yeah, a, love that song. Yeah, that song just, it just hits when, you know, it goes like, you betrayed. And then, you know, yeah, yeah that, that was just hit. What's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Okay, I think, firstly, I think this film would be like an emotional film, like not not as crazy as The Notebook, but maybe if The Notebook was like a 10 out of 10 emotional, this would be like a 8 out of 10. Um, but it's on my upcoming EP. Um, the song's called Dial Tones. And it's, it's, it's really, yeah, it's really sad. It's just like, you know, looking at calling someone, but all you get are dial tones. So it's, it's one of those like, damn, like it's over. That kind of song. Nice. 
this next question um, is kind of a, a choose your own adventure type thing. Mm -hmm. um, I've got three of the most cliche questions that musicians get asked in interviews. And <laughs> I will I, I will let you choose one to answer. Um, your choices are who are your influences? Uh, what got you started in music? Or uh, what is your creative process like? Hmm. Okay, let's go. Let's go for the last one. What my creative process is. Um, okay, this might be a little bit unique. Um, may, maybe because I kind of do a lot of everything on my own in terms of the songwriting and the production and the engineering. But um, my creative process um, often is actually I will just write the whole song without any um, production or sounds. It's just, you know, maybe a guitar, maybe a piano and just um, my voice. Um, and only after that, if I'm happy with that result, then I'll add in, you know, the cool effects and the different production tricks and the beats and stuff like that. Um, so I, I think that's, that's maybe something not many people do, but at least that's what I do right now. Maybe I need to change it up to keep it a bit fresh. Um, but yeah, but currently it's looking like a song. Once a song finishes, then the different sounds go on. Nice, nice. I, I don't think you should, you should, you should change that because I've, it's, it's working. So, oh. so, so keep doing <laughs> okay. what you're doing. Cause... <laughs> um, what is your strangest pre-show ritual? strangest i was gonna say i i i i was gonna say you know i use a lot of cologne just to get in the smells of it but <laughs> i don't think that's that strange um maybe what's stranger is that i kind of like to have a lot of free time before like taking the stage like let's say if the show is at eight o'clock i would want to you know be there at seven and have like nothing to do and just like sit and just be there I don't know maybe just to just to chill and to calm everything down just before performing um again I don't know if that's strange but that's me <laughs> that's that that feels like something I would do like <laughs> you know I just I have to be like I can't be like right on time so like if if yeah. my call time is seven I'm gonna show up at six just because you know anything could happen mm, yeah. so yeah <laughs> yeah I get that you know the funny thing is that I'm I'm the kind of guy who's like either exactly one second late or like <laughs> late late so being early is is actually not my strong strong suit so wanting to be like insanely early before a show is uh <laughs> it's quite an achievement for me but I, I kind of like that <laughs> do you um consider yourself an artist or an entertainer mm -hmm. artist or entertainer I think I think I'm an artist learning to be an entertainer I think I like to create and just make you know, cool shit. But I think when it comes to, you know, sort of activating that for, for people to 
enjoy and be entertained. I think that that takes a bit more effort than the creating. So uh, yeah, I would say artists learning to be an entertainer. That's a fantastic answer. I like that. How many alarms does it take to uh, get you out of bed? Oh, too many. As as nocturnal as I am, um, if it's if it's before I don't know, ten, eleven, I'm like, I just need the phone to just go off until until I'm like annoyed. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, um, is it is it after ten or eleven where you are right now? Oh, right now it's uh it's nine fifty one p.m. at night. So oh, I'm, oh wow, yeah. So I, I, I'm just getting started. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. It, it is it is ten to eight in the morning where I am. Ten to eight in the morning. That's really early. Oh, I I did two of these before you. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> respect because because <laughs> if i did that i would be giving i don't know maybe two word answers <laughs> <laughs> and then i got up two hours before the first interview oh yeah to to, to prepare so, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had have to be functional and i was afraid i was going to oversleep so yep fair that's fair <laughs> What do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians? I think people, hmm, I think people think musicians are maybe not all, but mostly very messy, which actually they're not wrong. I'm just looking around me right now. All my <laughs> stuff is everywhere. So maybe that, but, it, but it's controlled chaos. I think, I think there is some sense of organization in the mess. So it seems messy to someone else, but is actually not so yeah okay actually maybe 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 we are messy <laughs> <laughs> what uh what moment in your career are you most proud of hmm i think it would be okay hopefully it will be something in the future because you know you always want to get bigger and get better but um, I think early on after releasing my first ever song in 20, I think it was 2017, um, somehow a label, uh, which was Capital over in the US, um, noticed it and wanted to do that was for, 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 for the pure randomness of it, because I'm in Sydney, Australia, there in, I don't know, was it 20 hour flight over in Los Angeles? Um, and somehow they discovered my song and wanted to do something with it. I think that was that was really cool, and it was quite gratifying to to know that I'm not just you know this random dude in the bedroom making music. Um, but I mean that's that that's still true because that was what happened then. <laughs> but actually, it's it 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 can take flight from there. So I think that was really cool. That's awesome. What's the first song that you remember hearing? Wow. Okay. So winding back in my brain, I don't even know if people know the song, but I was like a kid kid. Um, and it was on some compilation album. Um, it's um, a song by Fool's Garden called Lemon Tree. 
I don't even know if people know this song, but it's 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 yeah, it's random. If 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 you're listening to this, by the way, people, um, just look it up and and you 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 hear it and be like, this is an interesting song. <laughs> I'm 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 writing it down right now. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm I'm gonna look for it when we get when we get done. Um, yeah, let me know. Now, now I'm curious. <laughs> if you could start your career over from the day you decided to pursue music, would you do anything differently? Hmm. I think. Maybe not different, but I would do more of something, which is save up more money to do this. Because um, if, if if you're listening and if you're an artist, or you know, if if you're someone who likes to make stuff and put it out, um, you realize that like th- this shit is, is like so expensive, um, especially doing it independently. So I think, um, yeah. I think saving up more money because you never realize how much you actually need. Not that you need a lot, but if you want to do more, you got to, you know, spend more to do more. So I think, I don't know, somehow winning the lottery or something that would have been cool. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, what keeps you up at night other than being Mm. like nocturnal? Uh (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Okay. Besides TikTok. Um, I think I honestly, it would be like overthinking things all the time, like especially creative things. And especially if I, you know, spent the day or night evening, um, making something, I would be like still buzzing and thinking about it, um, all the way till I force myself to switch off by looking at TikTok and then <laughs> I fall asleep after that. So yeah. <laughs> Do you think you would ever maybe try acting full-time? Acting, I would say, I, actually, okay, if the opportunity arose, um, and it was a suitable role, I don't, you know, I would say, why not? Like, yeah, let, let, let's go for it. Because I find myself, you know, let's say, you know, after watching, I don't know, some movie or some, some series on Netflix, and if it's really good, I'll be so um, immersed in that universe of, of that show. And I'll be like looking up all the interviews, looking up the behind the scenes. Um, so I think, I think based on that, it would be a yes. But then again, I think it depends on the role, but never say never. Awesome. I like that. So uh, tell me about Memento. Uh, what's, what's, what's the story behind it? What was the inspiration? Yeah. So Memento, so Memento is, is the second single of my upcoming EP called Melodramatic. And um, again, I, I keep mentioning this, but it's back to California where I actually was on that trip where I went to the Hollywood Bowl with my friend. Um, and we were striving because obviously the, there's so much driving to do in California, especially coming down from, from from SF down down the 405 to to um, to LA and um, yeah, we're just thinking about about you know missing someone or actually thinking about someone um, and just driving and just thinking that okay on on this drive the drive is long and and there's this sort of 
I don't know, there's this sort of nostalgia or haze about driving at night. Um, so that combined with, you know, that feeling of, of longing, outcomes memento, which actually, funnily enough, is, is started musically as an idea from some friends over in Indonesia who sent over an idea. And combining that story with their, you know, that, that basic idea where we developed till we have the full song. Um, it's such an international song, but I think at the core, it's, it's still about, okay, thinking about someone, longing for someone, wanting someone. Um, but the funny thing is it's, it's such a, I guess, an upbeat, happy song. Um, so it's, it's, I think, I, I think it's a cool mix of geography and emotion cross with maybe energy, weirdly enough. Nice. And what's, what's next for you? What is, what can we expect from St. Humane in the future? Okay. So actually quite a few things. So obviously, as I mentioned, my upcoming EP called Metadramatic is coming out at, towards the end of the year. So that's coming out. Um, but before that, another single is coming out. So I'm not sure when you're hearing this or when this, this episode comes out, but the next single is called Tastes Like You, and it comes out at the end of September. So if you're listening to this while it's still September, um, it's coming out soon. If you're listening to this after that, then it's probably out. So releasing more music, putting out more merch along with each release with my brand called Emotional Sauna. Um, yeah, so just releasing all the cool stuff that have been made and just waiting and just ready to, to see the world, really. That's fantastic. Um, thank you so much uh, for for taking time out of your day to be here. Um, I have I have enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about you, um, and I'm I'm very excited for what the future holds for you. Um, tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can find you on the social media. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Actually, if you just Google Saint Humane, I'm pretty sure it'll you know everything will just pop up everywhere. So use the internet, guys. <laughs> Excellent. Um, thank you again. And anytime you've got a project coming out that uh, you feel like talking about, give me a shout. I'll have you back on. Yeah, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate you having me and lovely to meet. And yeah, let's do this again soon. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.